little more than a year ago, schools across Maine closed their doors. Most have reopened for at least some in-person learning, but many students have struggled to keep up. It's been particularly challenging for immigrant and refugee families. As part of our deep dive on the anniversary of the pandemic, Robbie Feinberg brings us this story of one family that's trying to build a new life in central Maine. Um, Odai, are you here? Here. Odai, you got your computer back. Wednesdays are the most hectic day of the week for the Al-Hoshan family. It's when all the kids are learning at home. Most are connecting to remote classes on an electronic device, each tucked into various corners of their two-bedroom house in Augusta. Seventh grader O'Day plays math games in the living room, surrounded by his mom and siblings. So I have my sister over there. She's... Tenth grader Shada takes me on a tour, pointing out her brothers and sisters. One's in the kitchen, two are in a bedroom, another's in the attic. The Alhoshans, who are from Syria, moved to Maine from Arizona about a year and a half ago. Before settling into this home, they spent most of 2020 in a tiny, cramped apartment with just a few rooms. Oldest daughter Nada and mother Fadia say there was barely enough room for the kids to hear their teachers through Zoom. They used to always fight. Especially the youngest. It's because, like, I can hear the teacher. This one, I can hear the teacher. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, it is difficult. Yeah, it was like all of us in the same room and everybody open zooms. And like, they'd be yelling at each other, but headphones, lower your volume and stuff. So, like, it was a hard time. While they have more room now, 10th grader Shava says with so many kids in Zoom classes at once, her calls often lag or shut down. Like, I mean, like, it lags, and sometimes, like, you're, you've been in a Zoom and you just turn off, and the teacher thinks that you left the class, the Zoom. Yeah. And the constant technological interruptions mean they sometimes miss out on instruction. We go up to my mom and be like, what's wrong with the Wi-Fi? We're in a Zoom. Like, we go up to my mom and tell her what's going on. She's like, what should I do? The challenges aren't unique to the Al-Hoshans. Sarah Alak of Augusta says the switch to remote learning made it especially hard for her 8th grade daughter. And while she wants to help, English isn't her first language. She talked about her daughter through an interpreter. So she used to get early high grades when she used to go to school and do her work at school. But now when everything turned to be at home, Everything became so difficult for her. Most of her grades get a little bit down. The mom really having such a hard time to handle that and help her daughter. In recent years, a local organization, the Capital Area New Mainers Project, has offered tutoring for New Mainers in the Augusta area. But Noor Al Nasseri, the group's program assistant, says many of those tutors have been unavailable during the pandemic, which has drastically cut services. And Al Nasseri says with families juggling remote learning and other new responsibilities, several parents have had to drop out of their own English language and citizenship preparation classes. Some of them uh, just stopped taking the classes because they find out that using technology to get learned is so hard and it required a lot of time and focusing on it while they have a lot of responsibilities at home. Some of them have kids studying, some of them have uh, like young children going to like just going to try to graduate and they need support for their own classes. Across Maine, school officials say they've spent long nights over the past year to ensure that new Mainers receive resources. Districts have purchased Wi-Fi devices and tablets for thousands of students. 
In Augusta, administrators say they've brought back some young English language learners four days per week to ensure that they receive enough in-person instruction. And Assistant Superintendent Katie Grondin says her district is already looking towards summer school to offer additional resources to help many students catch up. After school, this summer, offering tutoring, obviously ELL is absolutely part of that conversation um, about how are they going to be able to support their students um, to, to fill in gaps. In Lewiston, ELL Director Hillary Barber says schools have collaborated with other community organizations to provide child care, tutoring, and other basic needs. Um, so we try to be flexible. We try to create, you know, we work with the family to create a plan as best we can. Um, you know, a lot of it is making that personal connection with with families, and that happens at the school level, um, and reaching out to the parent and just saying, I understand this is hard. I'm here to help you. What can we do? Back in the Alho Shan house in Augusta, the family is still contending with technology issues as they log on to their virtual classes each day. But oldest daughter Nada, who's in college, says the remote learning routine is becoming more familiar. The class is recorded that I can't, if I don't understand anything or I miss an information that I can go back to. But in in person class, I I can't. Like, it is what it is. you, You listen, you listen, you don't, you miss it. Plus, Nada says, at home she can help out her siblings and assist them with their homework. So, even after a difficult year, she's considering sticking with online learning, even after the pandemic ends. For Maine Public Radio News, I'm Robbie Feinberg.